Hi guys, I'm Nikhil. This podcast is my way of self-therapy wherein I talk about my life, the decisions I've made and the outcomes those decisions had. This is my humble attempt to try and help others who might be going through a tough time. The main idea here is that you listen to the problems I've faced and the way I dealt with them and then ask yourself if there was any better way to handle said problem. In this manner, I believe that you'll find yourself capable of dealing with the day-to-day struggles of existing in this world that we live in. So without any further ado, let's get into it. Birth, chapter 3. This chapter is going to be about another very central character involved in the story, Brandon. I'm going to give you guys a quick download on some of the family members from Brandon's side so as to enhance the richness of this plot. Also, in case you mix up some of the characters, you'll be forced to listen to the podcast again. Wink wink. So Brandon's family was small, but far from simple. It comprised of an alpha male father Samuel, an all-controlling mother Sandra, and a big brother Brock. And by big, I mean like 5-3 big. This may seem to you like a regular old family but I promise you that they'd surprise you they sure did surprise me Let's begin with Samuel He was your run of the mill bad boy character always disrupting the peace and order with his antics and gentle bashfulness towards any sort of confirmation to the norms of decent society This in itself might not be a bad thing but add to this a blatant disregard for other people's feelings and you get a person who even though very successful in his field wasn't liked by all too many people this in retrospect wasn't something that was ever fixable but as far as Samuel was concerned these haters they didn't mean squat so life went on he got married had two kids and eventually went on to pass away on the eve of Valentine's Day 2019 not a bad life but what's of interest though are all the things he managed to do in the time that he was alive samuel as i mentioned earlier was always high strung and couldn't find fault in anything he did when you put a person like that with a woman like sandra who again plays a crucial role in how things spun out of control you get a very destructive combination sandra was a high school PE teacher and a sports person herself this meant that she was extremely disciplined and had a method to her madness and let me tell you she made one of the best prawn curries i believe i will ever taste that stuff could burn you a new exit hole hey credit where credit is due okay so i feel as i'm typing this out that i'm starting to lose my objectivity in recording the facts of the story and i also apologize to you if you felt like i was slamming on brandon and his family anyways let's carry on what i've told you so far is the entirety of the knowledge i have on samuel and sandra so i feel inclined to stop here if i were to try and write more on them for the sake of adding body to this podcast i feel like my imagination would take over completely So I think it's better that we move on to Brock. Now this this is someone who I have very biased notions about, but I'll try my best to portray his agenda in its purest form possible. Try being the key word here. 
Now Brock, Brock isn't your average person. Sure, he looks stereotypically average with his dark complexion, bald head, stout physique, and even a pot belly. But Brock's true nature was that of a cutthroat businessman. By this, I mean that he would spot any money-making opportunity a mile away, and not just that, he'd position himself suitably to reap the benefits too. Brock was also the favorite in terms of the promise of being successful. This can be considered to be true to a certain extent as well. But beyond all this, emotions and sentiments weren't something Brock understood or even acknowledged for that matter. There certainly was a level of deviousness to his acts and even a random person looking at this family from the sidelines would say the same. But all this comes into play only in the later chapters. So keep this in mind and let's move on. Finally, we come to Brandon. Brandon again plays a very vital role in my life. But I, even as I am writing this out, I am yet to figure out at what capacity he fits in. This is no fault of his own. It's just that he isn't the most one-tone kind of guy. He has this level of brilliance to him which I am yet to decipher. All said and done, his role in the kind of person I am today is huge. He not only taught me chivalry and kindness to others, but he also gave me a major lesson in the power of evolution and the repercussions it may have on the society that man has managed to create. Brandon is one of the lead roles in the story. He's always been a troublemaker, always up to something mischievous and off the record so to speak. He had a craze for motorcycles and automobiles in general, one that he still pursues to date. The brilliance that I so graciously endowed on Brandon's character can be substantiated by the way he cleared one of the toughest exams in the world, the SSB, without any prep at all. Yes, Brandon, during his early 20s, cleared the test that got him into the Indian Air Force. No meager feat if you ask me. Brandon here was quite a rascal in his engineering times. The kind of stories he's told me of his college days could be a podcast in itself. But that podcast would have to be registered as explicit to the core. Maybe we'll do that the next quarantine we face. A brief visualization of what Brandon was like in the Air Force, he went through quite a rigorous journey of hazing, a very common thing in the defense, or character building, as it's called. This made him a hardened man, capable of leading any team towards perfect task completion. This made him a favorite of his co-workers because of his likability, but not all that much of a teacher's pet when it came to his superiors. Because see, Brandon, as they would say, was a man of principle. So after all the shenanigans he pulled in college and all the crazy times in the Air Force, Brandon was at a point in his life where the societal pressure of marriage was on him. The way I phrase that last sentence is important because it really was society that was the determining factor in all the events to unfold. Here began the collision course between Brandon and Susan. Some might say it was inevitable, while others, like me, would say that there were a hundred different instances where the whole thing could have been avoided. But anyways, let's not fuss. This brings us to the ending of this chapter, as I feel I've given you enough information to keep these characters fresh in your mind, at least till you get to the next chapter. So until then, 